Last night, we got out and met some of you, and this was as we asked you to stand with us as we take a stand against bullying. And this all started months and months ago when we are talking about, you know, different ways that we've been affected in our lives. And I've got to admit, it was so lovely to meet you, so many of you last night at Palace Nova, but it was actually, Eddie, you were speaking to them, and, and it was really confronting for, for us and for some people as to why they had come to see and hear more about bullying. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the parents I don't think realised how much bullying affected their kids. Mm. So anyway, look, for them. this is a little bit of what said. Now it is pretty confronting, yeah. so take that in mind. But here's them before we found out more. Unfortunately, at school, he's some of his little classmates have been bullied. And to the point where he's had to go and talk to the teacher about you know, a child threatening to commit suicide and he's only nine. So it's important for him to come and listen to different strategies to be able to use and to, to be able to help his classmates. My dad committed suicide because he was actually bullied in the workplace. I've been bullied and our son's been bullied, yeah, urinated on at school, you know, hence bullies. So yeah, just try and get more, advo- yeah, more information and try and break down that stigma. I'm here for both professional and personal reasons. I was a victim of bullying at school and have been a victim of bullying in the workplace. And now as an educator, I see bullying every day. And I'm here because I didn't have that help and support at school. And so I want strategies and more than anything, I want don't want reactive strategies. I want preventative strategies that I can take back to my school and we can work on to make the environment better for everyone. All right. Now, remember, as always, Lifeline is there for you if you need to talk about anything and maybe hearing that you're not alone like that, you can get to them on 13, 11, 14. But next, we're going to hear from the man who was with us last night, the CEO of Safe Arts. We are joined by Brett Murray, who came over. I hadn't been in South Australia for quite a while, but he's the CEO and director of Safeheart, who ran some of us through, well, as we took a stand against bullying last night. Hey, Brett, how are you going? I'm well, I'm well. Thanks for having me. Um, it was interesting to see how many people had individual questions for you after the, uh, last night. I found it quite confronting, some of the messages mm. that you had. I think parents would have as well. Um, but I was actually sitting next to an educator and a principal, and she said one of the biggest troubles that we're having is obviously helping the person who's been bullied, but also understanding what bullying is. So yes. what is it? Bullying is long-term, ongoing violence, threats of violence or antagonisation. And when we say long-term, it's behaviour that is habitual, so it goes longer than a two-week period. We're not talking two weeks consecutively, but if behaviour continues for more than two weeks, yep. then it's classed as bullying. So if, not every day for two weeks, but it might be sort of on the Monday and then yeah. over the weekend and then, okay, and yeah, it just keeps going. They may, they may stop for two weeks, but then they start again. And then okay. they stop and they start, but it, that it continues on. Um, stuff that's just one-off, it might go for a couple of days. They're, they're isolated incidences and we, we have to treat them as such. Why do people bully? Uh, the Well, the... The research shows that the number one contributing factor to bullies is low self-esteem, which is the conversation you have with yourself about yourself, so how you see your value, your own personal worth. And the thing is, self-worth is vastly different to to Mm -hmm. self-esteem. And so bullies are always trying to fill that void. They want to feel better about themselves, so they use, you know... uh, nefarious behaviour to pull others down to elevate themselves but it's only a very short quick fix for a a very deep problem. So then you also go into the research of how you know our brains are mapped and everything else but to take it to somebody who maybe is heading into say school today and will maybe experience it in the schoolyard or see it in the schoolyard what 
what is the best way to do it? Because we were coming up with all sorts of things. Do we have a, something that we say? Yeah. Do we, yeah. you know, go running to the teacher straight away? How do we deal with it? Well, if if kids see bullying in the playground, and the bullies will always bully away from an authority figure, they'll do it a, a behind the teacher's back. Uh, they'll try and isolate uh, their victim. And so if someone is observing it, well, what we say to kids is don't be a bystander to, because if you, spec, if you spectate, if you're watching, you're participating. Mm-hmm. To spectate is to participate. And so we say, well, go, just go and stand with the victim. Don't say anything. Don't provoke. Don't you know, try and lash out at the bully. But just get a couple of people and stand with them. And then other people will say, what are you doing? Oh, we're just hanging out. And, and, and just sort of create that sort of mm-hmm. uh, mob mm-hmm. mentality, I suppose, in a positive sense. You know, protect the victim and the bully will soon realize oh hang on a minute i'm not the person with all the power here and you can all you know and bullying as one person said last night is a pa- power imbalance but a continual power imbalance yeah. and uh, when you can short circuit that it helps so that's when you see it in the school yeah, yeah. but so many people contacting us is saying about it's online oh and yeah this stuff is yeah. online what do we yeah. do oh well it's the, the best thing to do and this is where kids really need their parents guidance is block and delete if someone is you know hurting you online and being totally disrespectful, get rid of them. You don't need them in your life. But so, what if they're doing that online, but then you're going and sitting next to them at class the next day? Well, this is where we've got to put our big boy pants on. And girl pants. <laughs> and big girl much. Sorry. <laughs> just a general statement. Yeah, put our, put our uh, grown-up pants on, I suppose. And and just, just uh, maturity says that if someone is behaving like that online you don't your personal worth means you don't need to allow someone to treat you like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, if they're sitting next to you at school well then if they've got a problem with you deleting them then speak about it and if they really don't like you then you're just going to have to sit with them next to school go through that lesson that period and then move on mm-hmm. you know we're not going to get on with absolutely everyone on the planet so finally then Brett what about in the workplace because we heard a couple of people had turned up because mm. they'd um, had family members all were being bullied in the workplace what do you do then because getting people to stand next to you doesn't yeah, actually no, work no, yeah. <laughs> workplace bullying is insidious it really is and um I think what we need to do is uh, first and foremost, you know, if you've got a HR department, let them know. But uh, a lot of the bullying will be sort of stuff that is isolated. And when I say isolated, there's no witnesses. So I always encourage people in the workplaces to keep a diary and make sure that you've got evidence of those sorts of um, Mm. behaviours and then, um, you know, bring it to the attention of the appropriate authorities. And when you collect that evidence, that, that can quite often give you confidence then, mm. can't it? Because when you sit down and look back, you go, actually, I'm not Yeah, it's crazy not my head. Here. Yeah. It's not, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. Brett, thank you very, very much. I know that you're going to be coming back to Adelaide, so we'll stay in touch and let everybody know about Brilliant. those details, but really appreciate your work last night. Thanks, Ellie, and thanks to the mixed team. That's Brett Murray there, CEO of Safe Hearts.